One summer, I read Michael and Donche's book, The English Patient, for a literature class I took at Baylor. Fittingly enough, I took this class as an elective during my first semester at seminary when I began my journey of learning how to, uh, as I've talked about in the series, be an equipper of the saints for the work of ministry, according to Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Anyway, as, as I read the story, I found myself intrigued how the English patient carried a book with him everywhere he went. He wrote in it and he placed photographs in it too, so that I, I thought it was a journal. Pass me my book so I can write, please. He frequently whispered to his nurse. She always did so with a smile, and then he wrote whatever it was that he had done since the last time that he had written. One time, however, I noticed something strange. Would you like me to read to you? The nurse asked. Yes, please. From Herodotus. To my surprise, she picked up his journal, the same book in which he had been writing his thoughts, placing his relics and saving the deeper secrets of his hurting soul, a soul which longed to return home to his one true love. Now, do you see what he was doing? The book he kept was Herodotus's The Histories. He wasn't merely jotting down his thoughts about life. More importantly and symbolically, he was writing himself into the story. He was trying to find his place to live a life that in the bigger scheme of reality mattered. Now, consider this. We've been given a biblical narrative which contains a past and a future. That is, at some point around 2,000 years ago, Jesus came and he started the process of reconciliation. This is salvation history of the past. Also, we know that at some point in the future, maybe the near future or perhaps the far off future, he will come and inaugurate the fulfillment of God's eschatological kingdom and eternal community. This is salvation history of the future. But we find ourselves in the salvation history of the present, a text which is unwritten in the biblical meta narrative of which we are part. Is the book of Acts closed so that the history of the church, the people of God, is over? I, I think not. In their book, Truth is Stranger Than It Used to Be, J. Richard Middleton and Brian J. Walsh, they liken our precious predicament to that of a group of actors who find an unfinished Shakespeare play, which they discover lacks the second to the last scene. Certainly, they wouldn't dream of leaving the drama unfinished. Because of the importance of their discovery, they would devote themselves wholeheartedly to seeing the project to its conclusion. To complete the drama, though, they would need to study Shakespeare's other plays as well as the beginning of this play that they're trying to finish. They would have to be true to his dialogue, to his character development, and to the end already written. In a real sense, they would have to somehow get inside his mind, think like him. Middleton and Walsh suggest that we, as the actors, are ordained to finish the biblical script. We possess the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2.16 and Philippians 2.5-8 tells us this. Further, rather than trying to guess what the author might have intended or which direction the author might have wanted to go with the unfolding drama, we have true and real, here's their quote, access to the author of our story, who invites us to participate in a genuinely open future in which we can indeed make a difference. Well, for the past 20-something talks, and for the past hundreds of pages of written blog text and uh, probably a hundred or more graphics, we've worked through several broad headings. I I've sketched them in the show notes for you. I, I want to review them here, and then I want to leave you with a task in this very short episode of the podcast. Let's review them. Part one was identity. 
And, and I said that understanding who God is and resting in who he says I am is my foundation. In part two, we talked about presence and the idea that living in a constant awareness of his presence is the best habit that I can develop. Part three was expression. We said that imparting my gifts of grace and love to others is always the right response. And then in part four, perspective, we said that continuing to lean back into my kingdom identity, that remains the best way to move forward. Well, when we live that loop, as you'll see in the graphic in the show notes, when we live that loop and stay in the sweet spot of our identity, the Lord's presence, and we allow him to express himself through us, and we continue maintaining a healthy perspective, we naturally see striving, and we live life from an overflow of grace and goodness. That enables us to complete our part in the overarching story of redemption. Well, this is the conclusion of the Life Lift series. And so what I want to do in this episode is at the bottom of the show notes, I'm going to leave you a link, one, to where the book is. You can actually download that online and get just the full text of everything that I've taught you. There'll be some links there, too, if you want a quick reference, different uh, aspects of the series that we've talked about, about identity and presence and if you want to talk about expression or study that more or study this idea of perspective, I'll put it all in tidy links where you can reference any of it right there. But I also want to invite you just to take the free skills assessments and the free personality profiles and the free spiritual gifts inventory all in the show notes, all in the link. Now, they are not the final word on who you are. They are not the final word on how God moves and expresses himself through you. Ultimately, they are just tests. They are just instruments, just tools that can confirm some of the things you already know to be true. Or if you don't know certain things to be true, they can give you a launch point to set off and begin the wonderful journey of exploration. I invite you to take those now. My prayer for you is to sign off, and next time we'll launch into a completely different series. So my prayer is as I sign off that the Lord blesses you, that he keeps you, that he makes his grace a favor to shine upon you, and that you remember who you are, and that you remember whose you are, and that you continually find ways to enjoy and walk in that presence, expressing the gifts and the beautiful creation that you are to others around you. As you deliver grace, hope, encouragement, faith, as you deliver the gift that you are in a tangible, unique, expressive, incarnational way. And may you keep the perspective that it is the Father working through you to accomplish great things that He has ordained from time in the past, way in the past, for you to accomplish now. Grace, peace, shalom.